Good evening, or morning. <laughs> it's morning here. It's 3.30 in the morning, and I haven't slept a wink. Um, one, because I'm in my truck, and uh, it's not very comfortable. But also, I'm not even sleepy. I'm sitting here thinking about... Um, See, there are two ways I could go about this. I've been on the road for almost nine months now, literally homeless. And I could think about, oh, dear God, what a struggle this is and how miserable and, oh. <laughs> or I could use this to change the world. I could see this for the blessing that it really is. And that's what I'm learning to uncover is the blessing that's in every struggle of mine. So what's keeping me up right now is I'm I'm not thinking about the struggle that's my own. I'm thinking about the people out here, um, even in this town. Like I can I can look out my foggy window, and I can see tents like along the side of the street, and I can see other people sleeping in their cars on this road that I'm on where I'm parked, and. I'm thinking about people that don't have cars to sleep in. I'm thinking about people that um, don't have friends like I do. I mean, thank God I have Instagram and a podcast and like a college degree and I know how to network myself. And I, you know, if I want to go back to a normal life, which I never will, by the way, the Lord has so clearly called me away from that. But like I have a college degree to fall back on just such a privileged life that I took for granted for all those years. And a lot of people don't have that. So I'm up here thinking about like, how do we change this, man? How did our world become so, and I guess it's always been that way. We've always had, you know, rich people and poor people, right? And um, we can accept it for what it is, or we can do something about it. I'm the type of guy that, I mean, after what I've been through, after my battle with addiction, after um, trying to kill myself and writing suicide letters to my loved ones and this radical change that's happened in my life through sobriety and through my relationship with God, man, my only choice is to live it up and to serve other people. My only choice is to give my life to God because he gave his life for me and if a day goes by where I'm not helping somebody out, then my day, I mean, it's a failure. It's a failure. And I don't, you know, I don't take the world upon my own shoulders like Jesus did that, but it's still my responsibility to do. It's my responsibility. Like the word says, like, do not just read this, do what it says. And if I'm not doing the very things that Jesus told us to do, like serve the poor or give freely of what you have and come follow me, like then I'm missing the whole point of this thing. And I'm not actually the love that I talk about. So I'm thinking about like, uh, it drives me crazy that, I mean, there are houses on the left side of my truck. I look out this other window and there are these nice beach houses where I'm sure these people have worked so hard to earn what they have. And I'm not like downplaying, you know, these people's lives. I know um, everybody struggles, right? It just looks different. But like, 
I'm 100% sure that every single house that I can see right now has empty space. And I can guarantee you that it hasn't crossed these people's minds that just across the street from them, there are people with no place to go. It's just like this complete disconnect in our culture, and it's really sad. And if you're listening to this podcast, you know, I'm not here to call anybody out. I'm here to just speak the truth in love. And if you're listening to this from the comfort of maybe your own car or probably your own home or apartment or couch or bed or whatever, like, I I hope that the Holy Spirit is going to convict you of something and open your eyes to the fact that maybe your life isn't so bad. Maybe you actually have extra space that you weren't even aware of that you could open up to a stranger. And I know it's hard to love strangers and to trust people. I know that. But um, if we're not loving strangers like our own brothers, then are we really loving anybody? Because love, by its very definition, is unconditional. There are no strings attached to love. Love doesn't differ from your brother to a stranger. Love doesn't say, oh, because you're a homeless guy and you smell bad, I'm going to treat you differently from my rich friends who are beautiful on Instagram. No, love is the same. Love opens its door to everyone. And so as I'm here thinking about all of this and sitting in my truck wishing I had a place to stay, I'm thinking about church and I'm thinking about how is it that church is such a lovely place to go on Sundays. And I'm a Christian, okay? And if you can't tell, I'm fired up about this. It's 3.30 in the morning and it's like, I don't even need sleep because this is the Holy Spirit just speaking right through me right now and I freaking love it. But like, okay, so church is great on Sundays. We all get together. We hang out with our Christian friends. And, you know, sometimes people are vulnerable and they share what's going on in their lives. And the most common Christian response is, oh my gosh, I'll, I'll pray for you this week. I'll see you at Bible study, right? Or I'll see you next Sunday, right? Have a great week. That's what we all say when we leave church. Have a great week. And it's like, okay, what happens, you know, the other 90% of the week? What happens Monday through Saturday? Like we work and we just forget about each other and we live for ourselves and we try to earn our paycheck and just survive. Is that what our lives are about? Or should Monday through Saturday be about like literally giving what we have to other people? Um, and the church itself, like, has all these rooms, right? Like, I'm thinking about the church I went to in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, it's a big church, a big, big church, and many, many rooms. And they're usually full on Sunday, but then, like, if you drive past this church on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday, like, completely empty. The whole parking lot is completely empty. And why is that? Why is it that we talk about love on Sundays and we know that there are homeless people on the streets and we, we have the facilities, we have room for these people, but they're just not welcome. And it's not that like we're rejecting these people, we're just ignoring the problem altogether. And that's worse than rejection. It is terrible to know that even myself, as a Christian who knows the love of Jesus, I cannot drop, like, I can't, I know this, I can't Google the nearest church and confidently knock on their door at midnight and say, hey, I have no place to go. Will you take me in? 
because I know for sure that nobody's even there to answer the door. Nobody's there. The church only operates for Sunday to make its money and to pay the staff, and that's all fine and good. Like, we have to pay our pastors, and that's okay. I have no problem with that. But, like, what what is it actually for, if not for love? What is it for? And so, tonight, I drafted a simple letter. Um, I think I'm going to be doing a lot of this, calling the church out, and I'm not doing it in anger. I'm doing it in love. And I hope you can hear that in my voice. This passion is not anger. This is for change. And it's because I care. I care so much. And I didn't know to care before this journey. That's, and that's the beauty that I see in this struggle is had I not gone through this struggle, I would never know this. And that's why I'm not mad. Is it's, it's not like nobody in the church is saying, oh, we hate homeless people. No, they're not even aware. So now it's my job, now that I'm aware, my eyes have been opened. It's my job to open their eyes, your eyes, and everyone I can find. And the homeless people, I'm going to round them up and I'm going to give them a place to go, myself included. That's what I live for today. Anyways, I am so just rambling right now, but I drafted a letter and um, pretty much verbatim it says, Dear Church, how many rooms are in your facility? How many homeless people are in your city? So why is it that those rooms are empty? P.S. Jesus was a homeless man. If your doors are not open at all times to all people, then you're actually not even welcoming Jesus himself. That's what the letter says. And I am going to put this in an email when I get access to, I'm going to open my computer at a coffee shop tomorrow. And I'm just going to start sending this letter, boom, 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 to all the churches I can find. And (laughs) it's not to piss people off. This is to open people's eyes. And I think it's, um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope change. I hope change. And I'm going to keep, if I have to push little buttons like this, I'm going to keep doing it until change happens. And change usually happens gradually. And it might take my whole lifetime, and we might not see change until after I'm dead and gone. But you know what? My life is still worth it. Even if the change happens after I'm dead, at least the change happened. I'm not going to sit in silence. I'm not going to sit in fear. I'm not going to sit here in my truck and just take this pain and know that other people are out there struggling more than I am right now and do nothing about it. I have the resources to do it, and that resource is called love. It's the love of the Father, and it is so so good, and it changes everything, and I'm going to use it to change the world because it already changed my life. I don't need anything other than the love I already have. Now it's my responsibility to spread that into the world, uh, whether it's a church, the homeless man in front of me, you listening to this podcast, the stranger on Instagram who asked for help with addiction, or the lady at the coffee shop tomorrow morning. Whoever it is, they're going to get the same unconditional love. And if I meet a homeless man that has no place to go, I'll open my freaking truck to him. It's already uncomfortable as it is, but you know what? It's probably a lot more comfortable than sleeping on the street somewhere. So I'm just going to live like that the rest of my life. I'm going to keep doing that. I really hope God said something through this to you. 
Um, it doesn't have to be helping the homeless people. Just help the people in your path. And it's often the struggle, the thing that you think is challenging you right now. That's the thing that is preparing you to help other people who struggle. I promise. I promise. Please learn to see it that way. Whew. That's all I got. I love you so much. Good night.